0: Hello, hello friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here today. On this week's episode, we are discussing autumn magic, the autumn equinox, as well as Libra season. So the autumn equinox was on the 22nd, 23rd. Libra season also started on the 23rd and ends on the 22nd of October. So we've got some time to integrate this autumnal energy as well as this Libra energy. Super excited to discuss all of this. This is kind of like a two-parter Episode. So, the first half we'll discuss autumn magic. The second half we will discuss Libra season. So, let's start out with our question of the week: of what is making you feel magical? This past weekend was really a dream come true. On Saturday night, I hosted my very first dinner party and we celebrated the autumn equinox. We celebrated Maven together. We were able to drink and feast and just be merry and enjoy each other's company. That is all what the autumn equinox is about, is celebrating this harvest season. And that is exactly what we did. And it felt so good. We had good food, good company, three of the people were complete strangers. I had never met them before (laughs) and I had met them via the interwebs and I love when that happens. We were truly able to just dive deep because it was such an intimate group that it wasn't anything, there was no surface level conversation and I just really, really feel grateful and feel honored to host these type of events where it's like, you can just take off your armor. You can just be yourself and you can talk about all the witchy spiritual things that you want to. Um, three of us had left the Mormon religion at some point in our lives. And so we were discussing and bonding over that, which is amazing. I highly recommend finding if you've, if you've ever left a really, uh you know, pretty strict religion, I highly recommend finding other people that have also left that religion because the conversation is just it could it could never end. We could just continue to talk about all of the things that we, you know, it's almost like trauma bonding in a way, um understanding people's pain points. You know what I mean? Anyways, I just have been feeling this deep sense of gratitude and honestly feeling really proud of myself for building this community. Because the reason why I started doing events and the reason why I was teaching yoga and things like that and doing things outside of just teaching in a classroom was because I had always looked for different outlets and different communities. I had always wanted to be part of a group that made me feel home and made me feel like I could be my full self. And although I was part of... All different types and, and still am part of all different types of groups and events and, you know, communities and different wellness communities, uh, different spiritual groups. Um, there, was, there was just something missing there for me. And so I created it myself. And I highly recommend that. If you can't find what you're looking for, then create it, right? Like, I really wish that this kind of thing had been around when I was a kid and maybe it was but I wish it was I wish it was in my my orbit my world so that I could really feel okay and really feel like people get me um when I was in high school and stuff and I don't want to go too far into this but when I was in high school and throughout my whole school uh life I never felt like I fit in I just didn't I tried all different types of groups I would hang out with all different types of people and I just never felt like my tribe, my group of people. And I got to the point where I was so fed up with that, that I just started creating my own because who else is going to do it? Like (laughs) if you are looking for something and it's not there already, I will 100% back you and tell you and encourage you to create it yourself because I bet a thousand percent that there are other people looking for that too. And when you start to create a safe space for people to be themselves, there is nothing more rewarding, at least for me. And being able to cook for people, being able to teach people about cooking or teach people about spirituality. And just from a, from a place of like, these are things that I go through. You guys know my whole rant, but like, these are the things that I go through. These are the things that have helped me. Maybe they will help you too, right? Like I am no better or worse than anyone else. These are just things that have helped me. And I feel like there's so much beauty in sharing. There's so much beauty in sharing your story and sharing tactics and tools that have helped you. I think everybody should share. I understand that people don't and they don't want to, and that's okay too. But like, if you have an urge to share and to connect over something that you can't, you know, find in other groups or find in other communities, then create it yourself because it's a hundred percent worth it. This weekend, this, Saturday, this past Saturday night was such a dream. It was so lovely. It was so peaceful and just such a precious energy. We had a delicious dinner. I want to read you the menu, but after dinner, we I did personal card readings in my little my little witch's lair, my little office den area and everybody just chatted and enjoyed music and hung out um, in the living room while I was doing personal readings in here. And then afterwards, we had a tea party together, and we had cinnamon bread and dessert, and we kind of snacked on our little charcuterie board that we started with and just had the best conversation. It just felt so, so wholesome. So the menu that I had, so we had the charcuterie board, We had mulled wine, which is like a warm wine with spices and orange, and you can do orange juice. You can also do like an apple cider version, and then we did a hard cider that was called Autumn's Blush by Fen River, I believe, and it was pretty good. I would say um, it's a little bit on the sweet side, but I really enjoyed the kind of autumnal feel to it because it was a little bit spicy, not too much, but it it was just a little bit spiced. And then we had a bunch of red wine. We had regular apple cider and blood orange Italian soda. And then for our mains, we had cranberry short ribs, herbed mashed potatoes with lots of butter, harvest salad that had sweet potatoes, kale, apples, a bunch of just yummy kind of feel-good ingredients. And then that was with a Dijon dressing, more like a vinaigrette. And then we had bacon asparagus twirls, which are kind of my staple. It's like what I bring to family parties or whatever. It's kind of my my thing. I really love making them and they're pretty freaking delicious. They're very simple. It's asparagus with slices of puff, puff pastry and like half of a bacon strip. And you just twirl it around, do a little egg wash with some onion powder, some garlic powder, some salt and pepper, things like that, and put them in the oven. Freaking delicious. And then we had a root veggie gratin that was sweet potatoes, parsnips, and beets with a bunch of gruyere and parm. Um, Just a cheesy but still very flavorful when it came to like the root veggies. Sometimes you can overdo it with those kind of things where it just turns into kind of a creamy mess and we already had mashed potatoes so I didn't want it to make I didn't want to make it too creamy and I wanted those flavors to stand out because it was all about those root veggies. But anyways, then we had cinnamon bread and the tea party, like I was saying, and it just was so joyous. We had rolls and, you know, all the other, all the little fixings as well. And we're able to discuss the balance of the season and yeah, I just I'm really ready I'm really ready for the next one. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do one for the Samhain celebration coming up in October. That's kind of like the the original Halloween. That's where all of that comes from or the pagan uh where it originated from. So, we will discuss that as it comes closer and I will definitely Uh, figure out what I want to do um if you have any ideas I don't know maybe like a Samhain kind of like a Halloween party but like Samhain version let me know your thoughts on that so we're going to get into autumn magic and with this the first thing that I want to say the the best way to celebrate autumn is to feast with friends or to party with them to drink if that is up you know if that's in your wheelhouse um To just be merry together, to dance, to enjoy this beautiful harvest season. As the days get shorter and colder, it's really tempting to stay indoors, hunker by a fire with your crystals and spells, and kind of shut the world out, but this would be a shame because you would miss the magic that is waiting for you to discover it. There is so much time in the winter to be still, to find peace within that cozy home of yours. But right now is a wonderful time to get outside and just enjoy the changing of the weather. Either to go on a rain walk, I know in Washington this week is super stormy, but it still is pretty warm outside. So kind of layer up and get outside, look at the trees, look at the leaves changing colors, feel the wind on your skin, feel that cool crisp air and all of those beautiful autumnal smells. It will be worth it and you will have so much time to be next to a fire, and be cozy throughout the winter. This is a time of harvesting. This is a time of celebration, and while most of us don't have fields to mow or cattle to look after or big farms to take care of, we can use the energy of this time to reassess our lives and make plans for darker days ahead. We know that winter is coming and that this is a time of rest and reflection, so this autumn season is really preparing us for the winter. So, A lot of us since again we don't have these big farms to take care of it's really about preparing the home preparing our bodies and just mentally prepping for me I really struggle with seasonal affective disorder and I struggle during the winter so right now I need to start taking my vitamin d my ashwagandha I need to kind of get in that headspace of like okay this internal life is is coming up and I know the things that help me throughout this season. Um the autumn season, like I said, the autumn equinox is a great time to feast and be merry with one another and it's almost like this last hurrah before we start to really settle down into the calm and introspective part of the seasons. So, we're almost turning, you know, summer is like Barbecuing with friends and getting outside and playing and being super, it's almost like that extrovert season, right? And so when we start turning into fall, we start turning more inwards. We start staying in our homes more. Um, We start getting more cozy, reading more books and things like that, which is so lovely. But this beautiful transition is happening right now. And I really think we should take advantage. And this year, especially with my daughter, Maisie, I'm really trying to take advantage of these seasonal shifts and noticing what's coming up for us and our little family and my home and the weather outside and just taking advantage of this beautiful time. So as we know, the equinoxes are equal parts day and night. And so autumn equinox just happened, meaning the days are going to start getting shorter, colder, and the darkness will creep in a little bit more and more. This is a wonderful time to really assess your relationship with darkness, and I can only speak from my mental health journey, but I really believe that not only does my seasonal depression and anxiety come chemically, right, because we're lacking vitamin D in Washington, we're lacking sunshine, it's gloomy, it's rainy, and it's just dreary out, that definitely has an effect on your mental health, or on my mental health, I should say. But I really think that there is a deeper thing going on here. For me, it is this relationship that I have with darkness and this fear that I have around the dark parts of life um, with death and more internal, that murky water, the yin and the yang, the balance of that light and dark can be really tricky. I think as a society we tend to gravitate towards more joyous things and more things that make us happy and bring us light and love which is absolutely great and wonderful but I also think that we really have to make space and honor the the other side of the coin because it's still there and I for me personally the more that I shy away from it the more anxiety I get I really don't like feeling stuck. I really don't like feeling stuck inside. And it's like, the rain is not going to hurt me though. I can be prepared and I can, you know, clothe, dress myself appropriately and still get outside. Like, it's not going to kill me, you know? Um, I'm not stuck. And that is, that's kind of the mantra that I say throughout the seasons is like, I'm I'm not stuck. Even though it's dark outside, I can still get out there. Or even though it's dark outside, I can be cozy in my home and really tend to that inner darkness because we all have it. And I'll definitely be discussing this more as as our time goes on throughout autumn and winter. But this is just the start of, of trying to think about the balance of light and dark in your life. This is also a great time to balance out the magical life that you have and the mundane life that you have. The life that pays the bills and the life that's very human and then your spiritual side and integrating them together and asking yourself, am I being too rigid with my mundane life? Am I getting a little too headstrong with that? Or am I too airy and feeling a little too into the spiritual side and and kind of Uh, forgoing or not taking responsibility for the mundane things that I have to do and the things that are part of being human that we don't get out of, you know, paying taxes. (laughs) So this is just the start of this conversation and we will definitely have a lot more conversation around this balance of light and dark and this darkness that is starting to be brought upon us. And really just assessing that relationship, like I said, just being able to recognize where those fears come from why does it feel why does my chest get a little bit tight when I think about the darkness or this darkness creeping in you know um where does that stem from and what little tools and tactics can I start to think and prepare myself for as we know the darkness is a part of life we have fall and winter every year (laughs) we have death in our lives everybody goes through it that's the one thing that is promised So yeah, lots more to talk about on that. But let's move on just a little bit here because we still have so much more to get through. Some altar items for your autumnal season. This autumn magic is on your altar. You can place acorns, pumpkins, leaves. It is so easy to celebrate and decorate for this season because everybody is doing it for fall. And so for Maven, for the autumn equinox, it can be the same thing. You can go get pumpkins if you want to, whether they're real or fake. I've got a mix of both right now. I really like the miniature ones and I like just placing them in little random spots in my home. Right now I also have red and orange flowers everywhere. I have them in the bathroom and on the dining table This is a great time to decorate with orange and red. And also, if you have orange red candles or even black and white to symbolize balance, that's a great thing to put on your altar as well. The other thing is a cornucopia, which we have seen many times. It was actually a horn originally. I want to say, oh, I got to look up what animal this is really quickly because it's going to bug me. I don't remember what the horned animal is, but it comes from a horn and now it's more like a wicker basket that you see. And this was one of the original manifestation tools. So if you are looking for more prosperity in your life, you can put some coins in your cornucopia. You can put more, if you're looking for more abundance, if you're trying to attract in more abundance, you can put whatever is abundant right now so that might be pumpkin squash apples it's the harvest season for apples as well but let me get back to you on the animal really quick i just went down a whole rabbit hole of cornucopia history and greek mythology but i just wanted to read this little part first of all yes it is a goat horn that is traditionally used and is now that kind of wicker basket material that we typically see But there's many different Greek myths around the history and the story of the cornucopia, but I think this one is like the most interesting. So while hiding from his father Kronos, baby Zeus accidentally broke off the horn of the goat who nursed him. The horn then had the divine power to provide unending nourishment, hence why we use this as a tool for abundance, right? But Zeus was so enthralled by this goat that he placed it in the sky as the constellation Capricorn. Capricorns, the OG goats. You guys need to go get yourself a cornucopia. If there is anyone who needs to feel in and use this cornucopia as a symbol for abundance, I would 100% say it's Capricorns. And I know y'all are going to fill it with money too, <laughs> because that is one of the driving forces of, of success and happiness for you. Anyways, I thought that was so interesting. I love the internet. <laughs> but cornucopias are a great manifestation tool. Even if you're not a Capricorn, I recommend looking into getting one or even just reading a little bit about the history because there's a lot. The more you know. This is also apple harvest season, so it's a great time to go to a cider festival or even make cider at home or even make an apple dish of some kind, an apple dessert. Um, I really want to make hand pies this year. I've never, I'm not a baker at all, but I think little miniature apple pies would be so cute and delicious. This is also a wonderful time for simmer pots. Well, I I will discuss more on this On Instagram and things like that because I want to make something to discuss some of the ingredients you can use and some of the magic in those ingredients like oranges for joy and things like that. Different spices, you can put clove in there, you can put star anise, you can do cinnamon sticks, apples, really anything that you like the smell of and then put it with a thing of water. Um, You can just do a pot on the stove. I just got this crock pot that is like the original infusers, the original. I guess it would be like a diffuser, um, but it's like this tiny little crock pot. I got it from Value Village for four dollars. It is so adorable. the The look of it is like very seventies. It has these adorable little flowers, and it's orange. It's so cute and so so perfect for the season. And I'll be using it all year round. But I am super excited to continue using it. I used it all weekend and used it during the dinner party and it just fills your home with so much beautiful scent and there's a lot of magic in summer pots as well so you can incorporate like i said those different ingredients for different intentions that you have if you don't want to do a summer pot i should also note that make sure that if you have it on the stove or wherever you have it anyways You should continue to check and make sure that there is enough water in it because some people will let it go all day and let the water completely evaporate and then, like, forget to turn it off or forget to, you know, put more water in and burn their pan or worse. So just be cautious of that. If you don't like messing with water pot on a stove kind of thing, you can do potpourri. You know that there's all different types of incense that you can burn during this time, anything that gets you into that false spirit. And I think it's different for everyone. I think the overall general consensus is that kind of spicy um cinnamon kind of uh warm sense, but it's completely up to you. This is another and kind of the last thing I wanted to touch on with autumn magic and then we'll move into Libra season. This is a great little spell to do, very beginner friendly thing to do, is to cut off some strips of fabric and you can either write your wishes on the fabric or you can just kind of speak your intentions into the fabric without writing on them. And then when you're ready and you've kind of put all of your magic, you're kind of holding your little piece of fabric up. I'm almost thinking like you could do ribbon with this but it could be any fabric, even like an old t-shirt or something. You don't have to go buy anything, but you can hold it up, set your intentions with that fabric. Like I'm looking for more prosperity. I'm looking for more abundance. I'm I'm uh, feeling more joyous in my body. Do some type of I am affirmation with it. And then when you're ready, tie it to a tree or a plant, even if that's in your garden, or I want to do the trees in my backyard, something like that where you can watch it kind of disintegrate over these next couple seasons. And when it starts to do that, when it starts to break down, that's when your wishes will come true. So that's a sweet little magical thing that you can do to honor the autumn magic and this autumn season and just set some intentions for this lovely few months that we are starting to get into. All right, So next up, we have Libra season, which is so exciting. My mom is a Libra. I feel very, very connected to Libras. I'm a Libra rising, and uh, my daughter is a Libra. So Maisie, I'm going to have a one-year-old next month, which is absolutely wild. She was born on the 6th of October, so she's 10-6, and I'm 6-10, and I just feel I always love saying that. (laughs) I just feel I love I love Libras. Anyways, let's get into the Libra magic and discuss kind of the crossover between the autumn and Libra situation that we've got going on. So Virgo season is officially over. We had a lot of retrogrades going on during this season, specifically Mercury retrograde. So our communication was a little bit skewed or might have been. We might have been a little bit extra hard on ourselves, hypercritical. The internal volume might have been turned all the way up. The overthinking and the self-criticalness, that criticism might have been really high during this time. And I'm really hoping that this Libra season gives us this sense of a breath of fresh air and invites in more beauty and love. Libras are air signs and it's all about beauty, balance, romance. This is our lover girl era. This is our time to fully feel into the romanticizing life. I love that audio that's going around on Instagram about romanticizing your life. I think it is so, so crucial, especially during this time as As the light starts to go away and as darkness starts to creep in, it's a great time to really find beauty in all of it. So this is a great time for sex magic as well if you are into that a couple good books to read we have the soul of sex which is wonderful and also the heart of tantric sex i will say that the heart of tantric sex is a very hetero mindset it's an older book and it's very man to woman um, sex so if you have any book recommendations that are more lgbtq friendly, please let me know. I would love to read into them. Anything around sexual education or spirituality when it comes to sex, this is our life force, right? This is how we reproduce. This is how we really, our connection to God can be very, very strong when we're having sex. And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Sex magic is a great, this is a great time to practice sex magic. And also, if you're not into that, this is a great time to romanticize and just feel into your more sensual self. feel into pleasure. I always think of Italians when I think of when I think of Libras or when I think of Venus. I think of eating good fatty food. I think of pleasure, and really, I love I would love to go to Italy someday, but I love that um, view of just life is about pleasure. Life is about soaking in all of the things that make us feel amazing. So it's a very charming energy. It's a very flirtatious energy. Again, you don't have to be in a relationship to practice any of this. Another great thing is glamour magic to do during the Libra season. So something that's very simple that you can do, um, in regards to glamour magic is if you wear jewelry, you can... Wash your hands or you can even put Florida water on your hands. You can do some type of cleansing, uh, whether that's smudging too. You can hold a crystal in your hand, whatever works for you to kind of cleanse. You can even do a singing bowl. So once you've kind of done your little cleansing ritual, you can place your jewelry in your left hand and speak directly your intentions that you have with that piece of jewelry. So when I wear this necklace, when I wear this ring, when I do this, I feel... XYZ. I am more confident. I exude, you know, radiant, beautiful energy. I show up and I am able to be my full, authentic self. This is also, I just got this idea that if you are married, I think this would be a really cool time to like renew your vows in a way. It doesn't have to be anything formal, but like speaking with your partner and doing some glamour magic with rings. Ooh, I love this. <gasps> Yeah. I think that's so special. Um, so if you did like a cleansing thing and then you took off your wedding bands, if you have them and put them in your hands and spoke life into them with your partner. Ooh. Yeah. I'm feeling somebody needed to hear that. If there is, if there is a way that you want to kind of spice up your relationship and, um, kind of, Re, reignite the fire, reignite the love. This is a beautiful season to do that. And you can do glamour magic with that. It's cuffing season. Also, this is, you know, the trends. If you start to really look at the trends of our society, you start to understand how much astrology and, and witchcraft and nature really plays a role into this, right? Like, this is cuffing season. This is when everybody wants to be cozy and boot up and go on their little fall festivities and go on dates and just be lovey-dovey. And that's because it's Libra season, bitches. It is time for beauty. It is time for romance. And again, if it's not cuffing season for you, cuff your damn self all for that. And even if you are in a partnership work on romanticizing yourself and taking yourself out on dates and doing things that make you feel romantic and sensual and sexual and all that lovey, wonderful, juicy, good energy. I feel like I should leave this episode on that note. Sex magic, glamour magic, (laughs) beauty, love. This is a great time. I'm like getting rosy in my cheeks right now. Oh my God. Um, Libra season is until the 22nd of October, so I hope that you are feeling into this autumn magic, this romantic season, this time to fully feast and be lovey with friends, love up on your friends, love up on your family and your partners or whatever, whoever your loved ones are, love up on yourself more than anything, make some simmer pots, bake something with apples. Think about cornucopias, especially if you're a Capricorn. We went through a lot in this episode. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it. And if you are looking to kind of dive deeper into self-growth with me. I'm doing a challenge starting this Friday. I'll discuss more with our full moon in Aries episode coming up because it's going to start on the full moon in Aries on the 29th, which is this Friday. It will be a four-day Instagram self-growth challenge. It's a private Instagram group. So if if you're interested, shoot me a message on Instagram and I will discuss all the things with you. But it's basically going to be four days of journal prompts. This commitment is probably around a half an hour to an hour every day, and I will keep the group open for a few days after so that you can kind of soak in all of, all of it because it's four days, but it is jam-packed with a bunch of information and a bunch of rituals and journal prompts that you can do to really dive deep into releasing. If you've been feeling like you're going through a huge life transition or you've been feeling kind of... Uh, into this kind of stagnant energy and wanting to refresh your wellness routine or anything like that, if there's this old part of you that needs to die off, this is the time to do it. And we are doing it with a bunch of like-minded people. And just, this is an introspective journey, but we're kind of holding hands with people who are doing the same thing. So if you do want to connect with others and things like that please let me know. It's called Expand Challenge. You can look it up on Instagram, Venmo, $44 to Brooke Taylor 253 I have all the information on there. And then request to access that group. And we will begin on Friday. So let me know if you're interested in that. Either way, Please let me know if you enjoyed this episode by rating and reviewing it on your favorite platform. We will be back very soon with our full moon in Aries episode. I love you guys so much. Happy autumn, happy Maven, and happy Libra season.